The pre-med path can be super confusing. If you'd love some help on your path or on your applications, use the promo code PMY for pre-med years, PMY over at medicalschoolhq.net and get some help from some of our experts, former directors of admissions, admissions officers, other experts. We have a small team ready to help you today. Again, that's promo code PMY to get a discount on our services at medicalschoolhq.net. If you're applying to medical school in 2022 to start medical school in 2023, join me Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern or Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern at premedworkshop.com. Go register today. I'm gonna show you how to tell your story in your application. Again, that's premedworkshop.com. If you are applying to medical school in 2022, be there or be square. So before I dive into today's episode, I want to make sure that you know that the pre-order for my paperback version of the pre-med playbook Guide to the Medical School Interview is now available. It releases on June 6th, 2017. And to celebrate that launch, I'm giving away $100 worth of free gifts if you pre-order it from Barnes & Noble. So what am I giving away? Well, I have a brand new, amazing mock interview platform, which is only available right now to those who pre-order the pre-med playbook guide to the medical school interview. This is a mock interview platform that will allow you to practice your interview skills anytime that you want and share these videos, recordings of your interviews with mentors, advisors, friends, and family. Now, I will be charging probably $47 a month for access to this platform, but you get a month for free for pre-ordering the book from Barnes & Noble, the paperback copy. You'll also get access to my video series. I think there's 13 videos in there of a video course that I did on the medical school interview. Now, that sells normally for $47 as well. So almost $100 worth of giveaways there for pre-ordering what is now, I think, a $14 book on Barnes & Noble. To get in on this action, pre-order it before June 6th and use... To find out more, text the word PREORDER, all capital letters, P-R-E-O-R-D-E-R, to 44222. Again, that's pre-order, all capital letters, to 44222. You'll get uh, a notification back immediately. Uh, Just submit your email address there, and then you'll get an email follow-up with instructions on how to buy the book and how to submit your receipt to get access to these things. So I hope you support me in this endeavor through pre-ordering this book, and I will support you by giving you access, a one-month access to our mock interview platform and our medical school interview course. The Pre-Med Year, session number 233. Hello and welcome to The Pre-Med Years, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your success. I'm your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and in this podcast, we share with you stories encouragement, and information that you need to know to help guide you on your path 
to becoming a physician. Now, welcome to the pre-med years. As I said in the opening, my name is Dr. Ryan Gray, and I am your host here, as well as the MCAT podcast, the old pre-meds podcast, and our newest show, which is getting older now. It's, uh, I think, three weeks old. No, more than three weeks. 21 weeks old now uh, as we release this episode. So it's it's getting uh, getting a little bit older. But that's uh, specialty stories where we interview specialists from every medical field out there, as well as we have uh, specific episodes breaking down match data for each of the specialties that the data is provided for. So if you're interested in any of those or all of those, go check out all of our shows at mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D media.com. So today I want to cover a, a very common thing, very common topic, and that's the medical school interview. I love talking about it. I wrote a book about it. I talked about it in the opening. And uh, it's, it's such a huge struggle for students. I'll, I'm going to have somebody on in a couple weeks who went through the medical school interview process last year, had five, six, seven interviews or something like that. Obviously a great student, got a lot of interviews, great story, but she didn't tell her story properly during the interviews. And so she didn't get in anywhere. She worked with me and we did four mock interviews together. She reapplied, didn't really change anything else in her application. And then she got, I think, five acceptances, six, six, six acceptances maybe. And to great schools, MD schools, and and really turned it around because she prepared for the interview. And so that's why I want to talk to you today about the interview, because it is so important. And being prepared for these five questions that we'll talk about today will get you started in the right direction for being prepared for the interview. So Five common medical school interview questions and how to answer them. So let's start with the first one here. Tell me about yourself. I will 99.9% of the time start all of my interviews with tell me about yourself. When I'm interviewing a student, I almost always start with tell me about yourself. Why? Well, first of all, this isn't really a question. It's more of a statement, but why is it such an important question? Why is it such an important answer for you to give? This is your opportunity to take charge of the discussion, the conversation. Now, I didn't call it an interview, right? The the whole goal of this interview process is to not have it be an interview. You want it to be a conversation between you and that interviewer. Now, if you've listened to me for a while, then you know that I love to call it a coffee shop conversation. You want to pretend like you are sitting down in a coffee shop with your future colleague or your current colleague and just have a conversation. Where most students go wrong is that they recite their resume and they give me information that I don't really care about or information that I can read on your application if I really wanted to find out that information, where you went to school, what what you majored in college, all of your extracurriculars, everything like that. That's not the kind of stuff that you should be talking about 
when the interviewer says, tell me about yourself. Again, this is your time to take the reins and direct the conversation wherever you want it to go. So when you are in charge here, tell me about yourself, you have the opportunity to discuss some interesting things about you. But you say, Dr. Gray, I am not interesting. And I call hogwash on that. You are interesting. You are unique because of everything that you've experienced in your life through your eyes, through the lens of all of the other experiences that you've had. If I gave a book report, if I gave a book, Moby Dick, let's say, to 100 students and asked them to give me a book report, each of those students is going to give me something different because they are reading the book, interpreting what they're reading through the lens of their own lives. So don't tell me that you are not unique. You just need to be able to talk about yourself, which is where a lot of students have problems. So when you answer the question or talk about the tell me about yourself statement, you need to dive into fun things about you. Where you grew up is fine. Talking about family is great. Talking about brothers and sisters and growing up with them and and fun adventures you've been on with them. Uh, One student I'm working with now, she's talked about growing up on a farm. And so I followed up, what kind of farm? How many animals? And when did you wake up to milk the cows? And, And so I was just, I kept wanting her to tell me more. And so as she followed up with the next interview, she told me a little bit more. And then I said, well, tell me a little bit more still. The example I love to always give is cooking. So a student I worked with a year or two ago said, yeah, I, he was talking about his hobbies. He said, I really love to cook and I love to read and, and X, Y, Z. I was like, well, tell me more about cooking. What do you like to cook? He goes, well, actually, it's kind of funny. My brother and I have been working on a spaghetti recipe or spaghetti sauce recipe for 10 years. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me that when you told me you love to cook? Dive in a little bit deeper. Take that next step with details. You love to read. Great. What kind of books? What have you read recently? Uh, what don't you like to read? What's the worst book you've read? Something interesting. The goal here is to give enough detail so that the interviewer goes, oh, I love spaghetti sauce. I'm Italian. My mommy used to make the best recipe and she handed it down to me. What do, what do you make uh, your spaghetti recipe, your spaghetti sauce with? And then you get into a whole different conversation outside of medical school, outside of him or her determining whether or not you're going to be a good fit for their class. Because as you are having this conversation, you are being a human. And those are the kinds of people that they are going to want for the medical school class. They want somebody who's going to be able to talk to them and communicate and be interesting. And when you say, well, I went to the University of Florida and I I majored in in biochemistry and I uh, did a lot of extracurricular activities because I really love to help people and I I love science. Um, So that's why I want to be a doctor. Like they've heard that a thousand times. They don't want to hear that again. But talking about spaghetti recipe and milking cows at four o'clock in the morning growing up on a, a cattle farm, that's fun. That's interesting. That's different. One of the, my, my golden child student, Jessica, got 
into 10 medical schools. She was a former actress. Will, uh, it, we, we helped her with her interview, or I helped her with her interview, and prepared her story all around being an actress. And the feedback that she gave me after going on, I think she went on 11 interviews, got 10 acceptances, was all they wanted to do was talk about my acting. Of course they did, because it's different. Don't underestimate your difference, no matter what it is. Even if you're a traditional student and, and you've gone to, to high school and then to college and you've always wanted to be pre-med, there's something in there, a fun story, fun hobby, something that you can talk about and take hold of. All right, that's number one. Tell me about yourself. Why do you want to be a doctor? Great follow-up question to tell me about yourself. This is where a lot of students fall flat on their face because they're like, well, I, I really love science and I really love to help people, right? I, I joked about it just a second ago with tell me about yourself. Loving science and wanting to help people are not good reasons to discuss during your interview as to why you want to be a doctor. You need to discuss what your initial motivations were. Did you have any family illnesses, illnesses yourself? Were you just a, a child prodigy and, and always wanted to be a physician uh, growing up, one of those kids that always wanted to be a doctor? You can talk about that, but you need to be able to talk about experiences that you've had that motivates you. And these experiences are typically best shown through patient interactions, through direct between you and the patient. These sorts of patient interactions. When you talk about working with Mrs. Smith or Mr. Jones and being there by their side as they're going through a procedure, or being there by their side as they're post-op, or being there by their side as they are uh, uh, transitioning out of this life through hospice, whatever it is, those stories that you can tell and the connections and emotions and impacts that you can discuss that you had or they had on you or you had on them, those are the stories that, that the interviewer wants to hear that I want to hear when I'm interviewing you as to why you want to be a doctor. Wanting to help people you, doesn't mean being a doctor. I took an Uber one time. I was in Florida, took an Uber, got in the car. I asked the driver, how is he doing? I sat in the back seat. A lot of people sit in front seat. I'm a backseater for Uber. And I said, how are you doing? He says, man, I'm helping people. I'm having a great time. And I was like, oh, I need to remember this story. I think this is the first time since, since that happened that I'm telling the story because it was a perfect example of somebody that is loving their job as an Uber driver, helping people. So don't tell me that you want to be a physician because you want to help people because there are a billion and one different things out there, including being an Uber driver where you can help people. So helping people is not a good enough reason to be a doctor. Loving science is not a good reason to be a doctor either. Obviously, you need to have some sort of combination of those to want to be a doctor because you're going to have to survive the prereqs, which are science courses, and you're going to have to 
do clinical experiences and be around patients. So you're going to have to want to help patients and be around patients. But it really comes down to those interactions that you've had with patients, the impacts that, that you have seen physicians make on patients to really drive home the point about wanting to be a physician. So think about that. Think about that. And usually, this is how you should write your personal statement too. So if, if you didn't write your personal statement this way, there, there are a few different ways to write a personal statement, but the most impactful one is what were your initial motivations for entering medicine? And then tell me some experiences after that. So this is not a personal statement episode. This is all about the interview and five questions. So next up, what is your greatest strength? Oh, this one, this one trips up so many people. I've heard everything from the most cliched, I, I'm a perfectionist, I care too much, to somebody saying, well, I'm a, a great communicator and a great uh, people person and uh, I'm really self-motivated. I'm like, well, I said, what's your greatest strength? Not what are your top three strengths? So a, a, a side tip for you, answer the question that the interviewer gives you. If they say, what is the one thing? Give me one thing, not three, not five, not 10. Don't try to squeeze stuff in because you think it's going to make you look better. It, it might just tick off the, the interviewer because you're not answering the question that he or she asked. Answer the one question. So what is your greatest strength? I can't answer that for you. You need to be able to honestly answer that. It can be as simple as being uh, self uh, 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 highly organized. It could be leadership skills. It could be listening skills, it could be good time management. Whatever it is, you need to tell me a story that supports your side, a su supports your argument uh, about your greatest strength. I could say, oh, my greatest strength is I can leap tall buildings in a single bound. But if I don't back that up with anything, you're going to scratch your head and be like, well, is that true? I don't know. I mean, could be Clark Kent and Superman, but likely I'm just saying something because I think that's what you want to hear. And a lot of students do this. They don't believe in what they're saying. They're just saying something that they think the interviewer wants to hear. And when I hear that as an interviewer, I just, I laugh to myself and be like, huh, yeah, good, good one, kid. You can't get that by me. So what is your greatest strength? What does it look like? What does your strength look like for you? So if you want to tell me that you're a great leader, so say I, I uh, have a lot of leadership experience and I consider being a leader is, is as my greatest strength. I once led a, a team of 20 volunteers and we went through our city and fed the homeless and, and gave them jackets and X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever your story is, have a story that backs it up. What does that look like? Tell me the impact that you had as a leader or, or whatever your strength is. All right. Have 
a story that goes with it. Same thing for weakness. Have a story. What's, what does your weakness look like? The more that you can answer questions with stories from your life, whatever question it is, the more that you can answer with stories, the better your interview is going to go. Because stories are memorable. Stories are conversational. And stories are impactful. So answer with stories. All right, the last two here. So we've covered three. Tell me about yourself. Why do you want to be a doctor? What is your greatest strength? The last two here. Why should we accept you? Now, this is a hard one. It's like, oh, no, what do I do? Um, I'm motivated and determined, and I'm going to make a great doctor, and I really love medicine, and I, I know for a fact that this is what I want to do. I've heard all of these. And I joke, I, I don't joke, I laugh because it's knowing that this is what you want to do. I'm hoping that 99% of the students applying know that this is what they, what they want to do. It might be a little less, actually. Some students out there are kind of like, well, I guess I should be a doctor. Well, my, my mom wants me to be a doctor. My dad wants me to be a doctor. And there's, there's always that, that joke among uh, Jewish parents and Indian parents, and I've seen some. Oh, some Asian parents at a a pre med conference. Uh, one of the speakers was Asian and and had a joke about his Asian parents. There's all these jokes about you can be anything in the world you want to be as long as it's a doctor or engineer, right? So they, there are students out there that are feel like they're forced down this path, but I'm assuming let's assume that most students are on this path because they want to be. It's a long path. You understand how hard it is. And so to do it without actually wanting to be there, that wouldn't be very fun. So knowing that you want to be a doctor is not a reason to accept you. Being self-motivated and determined and passionate in of itself are not good reasons to accept you. This is the one opportunity where I love to talk about selling yourself, selling your skills, and, and really hitting home. Be like, I'm, I'm a leader because of XYZ. I'm uh, passionate about medicine as illustrated by XYZ. I have great time management skills based on these experiences. I'm a great organizer, whatever. I'm a great team player because of my experiences with this organization and that organization. Again, stories associated with these skills that you think, now this is the key part here, skills and traits that you have that you think are going to make you a great classmate. How are you going to take the skills that you have, the traits that you have, the knowledge that you have, the experience that you've gained, how are you going to bring that to the class? As much as you can say, as many times as you can say, I want to bring this skill to the class and help my classmates in this way and be a great team player, then the interviewer sitting there picturing you, oh, part of the class, part of the class. I get that. Yeah, part of the class. And they're like, oh, yeah, part of the class. Chuck, accept them. Yeah, why not? Part of the class. Translate your skills. Tell the story. How do you add to the class? That's what they want to know. 
right? They're building a community of students. So think about that. All right, last but not least, why this school? Now, a lot of students talk about they have friends that go to school and they love it. Guess what? Their friends are probably just ecstatic to be in medical school. So they're going to love anywhere they're, they're at. And they have the experience from one school. Yet there are many schools to apply to. So something to think about. Find out specific details of the school, specific programs that you're interested in. Diversity programs, outreach programs, whatever it may be. Find out specifics about the school. Look up the school's mission statement, their vision statement. Find out if anything resonates with you. After looking at a few of them, they kind of blend in and, and, and kind of merge together and all sound alike after a while. But try to keep an open mind and look for the minute details in each of these things. That will help you as you go down this journey in trying to figure out why you are applying to each of these schools. And you should know this based on the fact that you're applying to this school to begin with. You should have some idea. So don't talk about the, the great um, ability to, to help the underserved. Most urban academic medical centers are going to help the underserved population. That's just kind of where our patient base comes from to, to help students learn. That, that's not unique. Uh, something that's not unique is uh, great faculty, right? Oh, the great faculty. That's just a generic statement. Try not to have anything generic that I can pull out of your statement and put into any other school. So again, something to think about. Very specific things. Is it something about the curriculum? Is it something about their class size? Location is okay. If you have a strong family ties to the area, then talk about that because having a support structure is important. Something to discuss and, and talk about having that support structure in that area while you go through medical school. So with that said, those were five common medical school interview questions and how to answer them. Now, this is just one part of the medical school interview process. If you want to know more, we have a lot more podcast episodes to go listen to. We, we've done some great episodes about the interview process. Or you can go pre-order my Barnes & Noble book. Text the word pre-order, all one word, all capital letters, pre-order to 44 222, and you'll get instructions on what to do next. And you'll get access to my uh, mock interview platform, a free month of that. And you'll get access to my video course all on the medical school interview. So I hope that was helpful. And as always, I hope you join us next week here at the medical school headquarters and the pre-med years podcast.